If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Okay, we're back with another episode of this show. Uh, I'm not singing a song. I don't feel like it. So, doke. let's just jump right in to the podcast and not waste any of your black ass, white ass, green ass, orange, whatever time. <laughs> Okie doke. Are we just starting off with black excellence? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. So, black excellence this week goes to uh, two well-deserved brown people. One Billy Porter for his Emmy win last night. Yes, yes, yes. Best lead actor in a drama for Pose. If you've watched Pose, uh, as we've directed many of y'all to by this time, <laughs> then you would know that Billy Porter certainly does act his motherfucking ass off on that show. So I was delighted to see that he won. And he's also the first openly gay black man to win a lead acting award. Yeah, in, I saw that. The Emmys. As well as, I mean, he was already breaking records just by being nominated right because he was the first openly gay black man to be nominated obviously and now wow also the win um the hat i want the hat i want the whole ensemble <laughs> yeah the fit was everything um but congratulations blue porter is such an inspiration so i stand i stand hard Jarrell yeah. jerome so well deserved uh also incredibly deserved he won outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie for when they see us mm-hmm. um and yeah, I mean, this young man's time was now. Everybody was kind of, I mean, people who saw it at the very least were yeah. like, um, so we will have nothing less. <laughs> um, and he's the first Afro-Latino to uh, to win an acting Emmy. Wow, really? Yes, Jarrell is a Dominican-American <laughs> from the BX. Oh yeah, I saw Cardi B did an Instagram post for him. Of course she did. Of course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> So good. Well, well, well deserved. I can't wait to see what else y'all are about to act in and what roles you're going to choose and all of the likes and the, the so ons. So congratulations guys. Yeah. I'm not sure how the show went last night because I didn't actually watch the Emmys, but I did see like this news, like the, the black people who took their things. I saw that on like social media. I saw both of them accepting their awards. Oh, nice. I saw that, uh, Fleabag one, which I was excited about because I love that show. And Mm -hmm. then, um, 
I saw Viola Davis put on some tennis shoes when she went on stage, and I was like, that's a real ass moment right there. So I was in Dave's dress. Oh, yeah. Um... Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last Airbender charms. So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to Crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some Crocs. Or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha, you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlet Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. So... If you have not your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. That's about well, it. Well, this week in the Hot <laughs> Tops, Hot Tops bottom is the new black. Let's start with some good news for DMX for once. DMX has been uh, signed or re-signed to Def Jam. He's apparently got a new deal over at Def Jam Records, as well as a single right now with Rick Ross on this new Forrest Whitaker show called The Godfather of Harlem. He's also apparently got a spread in GQ right now with an interview, and he looks dapper if I do say so or if I may. Okay. Um, As well as more music on the way. I didn't even know. Apparently this nigga's been on tour. All year? Wow. No, I had no idea. It looks like LL Cool J got signed, too. Wow. That is fucking crazy. (laughs) Right. It seems random. Like, didn't really know anybody was still looking for, you know, music from them or him in particular. DMX, I could probably see more of, but good for these older niggas. The DMX, uh, this DMX moment has a tinge of hype attached to it. Because, I mean, DMX has been through a lot, put others through a lot, and he's looking good, you know, seems to be in good spirits, 
you know, working very hard. It says on the wrap-up that he got out of a West Virginia, West Virginia prison in January for some tax evasion shit, which sounds like a part <laughs> of the DMX story. Right. Um, but then he went on a 32-date tour in the States to celebrate the 20th anniversary of, oh, yes, of It's Dark and Hell's Hot. And oh my I think God. that they did, like, a whole Rough Riders thing. It is a 20th anniversary. I remember because somebody snuck this into the church lock. <laughs> Never mind. What? <laughs> we had like uh, like a Christian watch party for the millennial, like the year going from New Year's Eve, basically. It was like a lock-in. And somebody snuck this album in and played it like real low. And that was my first time hearing it. And that was in 99. That is fucking crazy. They brought... Okay. They snuck it in. <laughs> like one of the kids, obviously, not an adult. Well, the niggas out here um wearing trench coats and and shooting music videos and touring and doing stuff. So good for you, DMX, and hopefully all of this works out for you and it continues to be an uphill because Lord knows you've been yeah, down. Exactly. Hoping this is like on the way up for you. Speaking of downhill, that's the direction Kenya Moore's marriage is going. <laughs> Because Mama has announced to HollywoodLife.com that she's divorcing her husband, Mark Daly, husband of three and a half weeks. Right. Um, She says, it is with profound sadness that I regret to inform my fans that I... I'm divorcing my husband, Mark Daly. I'm not laughing at her fans. I'm (laughs) laughing at the fact that you inform people if you have divorce because I guess that's the thing you do you can't just get divorced sure we don't actually care may you like are you allowed to can you just divorce yeah I mean I always had a feeling she was just getting married so that she could hurry up and have a baby and that was that so I saw this I mean not that I saw it coming because I don't pay no attention to her her husband is good looking she's good looking so they're also like a cute couple sure so yeah I'm looking at them now I don't yeah, they don't look bad together, yeah. but I was never emotionally invested in this relationship anyway. Who was? And didn't she stay off of Housewives because she said she didn't want that pressure on her marriage? Some shit like that. It looks like being off Housewives didn't help. Keep well, she's on niggas. it now. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> They've been filming for weeks. Of course they have. And apparently this breakup is going to be a part of the Of story. course it is. Due to recent and ongoing circumstances, I can no longer continue in the marriage. My sole concern and focus is and will always be my daughter daughter brooklyn my miracle baby oh because i think he's from whatever she was made in love and true commitment that's the least she could do i asked for our privacy to be respected moving forward mr mark daly told people i have come to the difficult decision to separate from kenya this time our daughter has two parents that love her very much and in her best interests this situation re- should remain as private as possible. I cherish our family's good times together and we'll continue to co-parent in a loving way. Rumors, innuendo, or false accusations only serve to hurt our family and will be addressed through counsel as the law permits. Please respect our privacy during this challenging period. So what this all says to me is okay. that Andy Cohen's going to get to the That's bottom of That's right. It. That is correct. In approximately three to four months. Respect our privacy until Andy Cohen sets up them cameras and edits all this footage together for y'all to speculate into my life. And which- I 
oddly squints at you to make you really look and feel yeah. stupid. And, and just, yeah, drag out something that will be a relatively minor storyline over several episodes. Ask we you know. how long your pussy lips are <laughs> right. and whatever other... Going to be ridiculous. dumbass questions. Yeah, I don't know if she was the type to like rub her marriage into people's faces. I hope not because they couldn't have been together that long. Yeah, they it had to be less than two years. I, I really think the last oh, time that Kenya Moore was on on the Real Housewives as a cast member, yeah, she was single. Yeah, and I don't think she had even met him. I know that she like popped up on last season, maybe one in one episode, like she was at something that everybody else was. But mm-hmm. I don't even know if she spoke like on camera or if she was mic'd up or anything. Got you. So this never seemed, at least. From my and uh, take this with a grain of salt because I don't follow this lady. I pay very little attention to Kenny Moore, so maybe some of y'all know something I don't. But from my perspective, it seemed like she really was just married and enjoying being a mom and minding her fucking business, and then yeah. she jumped back on this season of of the show. So if you are interested in why she is no longer with this man and his dimples, then <laughs> like I said, I'm sure you can just go ahead and wait for a reunion. You know, you got to watch the season. Yeah. And well, you'll I get mean, all the answers you need, I'm sure. The baby is adorable. The baby's And gorgeous. that's all that matters here. So as long as everybody involved gorgeous. is looking out for young Brooklyn first and foremost, then, you know, whatever to these grown ass niggas. She is a doll. I'm just like, there is shade and due to recent and ongoing circumstances. Oh, yeah. And circumstances we'll find out on on the next season of Real Housewives Rumors, of Atlanta. innuendo, and false accusations. Lord. <laughs> All that shit. She just wanted to have a baby before it was officially too late. I Whatever get it, girl. It, is, it won't be. I'm sure it ain't nothing that another couple on this show ain't already gone through. Right. Or, or has. Or they've gone through worse. Didn't Portia divorce her man after like her first season on the show? Yeah, I think Cordell. she was only with Cordell for one season. Yeah. So, you know, she and <laughs> Nene left Greg And she times? was back then talking about <laughs> she couldn't go to the strip club without talking to him first. Fight to show oh, like God. That. Yes. She, Ooh, she was queen, Bert. <laughs> I don't know if she's toned that down at all since she's had that baby or what. Who? Portia. She left her baby daddy, right? Or is she still with that nigga? I think she broke up. Yeah. See? Going through the exact same thing together. Brand yeah, they're new. apparently good friends and like Yeah, I saw that they had like got together and took pictures with the babies and all that. <sighs> Man, one does never cease because <laughs> I th- that time that um Kenya was waving that wand or whatever in Portia's face at yes. the reunion. Remember that shit? I just like I always thought Portia might be ridiculous, but she was correct, fully correct that day and wanted to slap the shit out oh, of Oh, that was girl. a human response. There's nothing that you, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? That there's <laughs> that I don't <laughs> even think has anything to do with character or personality or anything like that. That's just a natural Yeah. Well, okay. Um oh God. So uh, Tamar Braxton was on the Wendy Williams show, and I feel like I can just put a full stop mm-hmm. right there. And, yep. I'm sure Miss and I'm sure like that's She's on Wendy and um Wendy Williams asked her if she would go back on to the real, the show that she was removed from <laughs> three years ago. Right. Damn. Just three years. Why does it feel like it was been much longer than that? Okay. Three years ago. Because time flies and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more like five, but sure. <laughs> Three. Fine. Long enough that we shouldn't be talking about this. Exactly. Yes, I agree. Um, 
Wendy referred to the reel as a cute show and then said, but they need you to Tamar. Tamar responded by saying, I love you. I love you. All of that stuff. Now here is where I feel like, um, Wendy showed her slip in the words of Mariah from (laughs) Married to Medicine. Um, Wendy showed her slip by saying, you know, we talked about this behind the scenes or off camera, but I want to give you the opportunity to talk about it in front of the camera. So that gives me that she was like, like Tamar was fully being forward with how she felt right. about whatever this old ass situation is behind the scenes and Lonnie Love asking Tamar to come on the show this summer or whatever the fuck that I'm about to talk, to talk about. <laughs> and Wendy was like, well, let's talk about it here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We could use the headlines and the mess. So let's just go ahead and go for it. Right. And um, Tamar responded by basically saying like, oh, I wish everyone well over there. I don't want to be anybody's marketing tool. No shade. But I just, I had to like, sometimes you got to do what's best for you. Because if I would have been doing the Braxtons, which stresses me out, and I would have been here dealing with people being catty behind my back. Oh, girl. Like, I just wouldn't be able to get to the transformation in the elevation that I'm <laughs> like I'm de- okay the Ianla uh, sessions are helping out <laughs> this girl so you didn't want to be nobody's promotional tool so you decided to talk about the show on Wendy Williams show like it seems to me if you and Wendy really had this conversation off camera or whatever that she could have said you know I don't want to talk about this on air or whatever and that would have been that so the fact that you chose to then go into the show and call yourself putting Lonnie on blast for inviting you on or whatever just lets me know that you weren't really worried about promoting the damn show. It's obvious that you still hate them bitches. Yes. And like, and that's just, it is what it is. <laughs> right. And you are allowed. Like, I don't, you're allowed. And the fact that she was like, oh, well, we talked behind, talked about it uh, behind the scenes or whatever in the way that it was. It lets me know that, girl, you were spicy. You were feeling spicy off cam. Feel spicy on cam as well. Exactly. Or at the very least, stop talking about how you wish everybody well because you wish them the worst. Right. And that, like, girl, you can. I would have appreciated a lot more if she was like, actually, I still feel the way that I feel like Lonnie or whoever else conspired to get me off the show. Mama asked you, would you go back on the reel? You could have said no. (laughs) Yep. Period. Next question. Yep. That's yeah. all. But the, um, I wish everybody well. And oh my goodness, love everyone so much, but I gotta do for me. <laughs> Move it. And then here come Lonnie Love, black ass, talking about, like, she gonna bring it up probably 30 seconds later on right. the network. Talking about, hey, Wendy, thank you so much for watching. Um, thanks for calling this a cute show, but it's also an Emmy winning show. So don't forget that, sis, as if that's relevant. Okay. And then goes on to say, oh, Tamar apologized to us in the summer and they bring up this Instagram post from Tamar where in some paragraph she says some shit about uh, sorry to a whole bunch of people including the ladies of the real I think it was gone before I even got a chance to look at it yeah she took it down very quickly No, I'm talking about when they brought it up on the set. Oh, okay. Tamar did delete the tweet in question or the Instagram post in (laughs) question. But like, I wasn't going to go and rewind and pause and read all that shit. She says they, Tamar apologized. 
And they were like, okay, cool. And she reached out to Tamar. Tamar wasn't responding to texts and she wasn't responding to calls and things like that. So she invited her on the show so that they could mend fences the same way that Wendy just did with Nene. Mama, if she wasn't answering the phone for you or responding to any of your text messages, what would make you want... What made yeah. you think she want to come on the show? There was no, I wouldn't have seen any need to publicly invite her on the show when privately she was ignoring all your attempts to get in touch with her. And deleted the post. Not to mention, <laughs> you could have just not said anything about this. Because it's really not that deep. You know what I mean? Tamar's yeah. opinion on the real at this point is always going to unfortunately come with the bias because she was removed from it. Right. And it makes sense that she can still be upset about it or feel some kind of way about whoever on that cast that she had issues with or that have issues with her. But bringing it up and putting receipts up on the, on the screen yeah. and all this other shit. And then they take it to Instagram and Tamar is posting memes and clips from the, the Queen's Supreme Court and old shit oh when the God. fucking... <laughs> when that goddamn creep, creeping ass bitch was still on that shit too. And then Tamar is, you know, uh, Lonnie is in the comments responding to it. Oh, God. Tamar said... Lonnie, cut the BS. Thanks, Wendy Show, my sister, for having me. You may not have an Emmy yet, but the girls are surely watching anyway. Back to my transformation. So the transformation is fake. (laughs) In a part of these posts, there was accusations that Lonnie Love was sending letters about Tamar when they still work together. And that has something to do with Tamar getting fired or blank, blank, blank. Lonnie said, who writes letters? Who sent this? Let's talk it out. Say this in my face. Oh, Tamar said, I only go on shows with ratings. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Everybody involved is in their 40s and just entirely too old for this. This is so childish. You don't have to pretend like you have evolved beyond, you know, being kicked off the show and you have just gone through so much therapy and enlightenment and growth and change and all that shit. You can just be mad about it and just choose not to talk about it or say it with your whole titty and be real about the situation. And then it's like the exact same thing with Lonnie. Like, you knew publicly inviting her on this show would generate mess. And you knew also that it was futile because she was ignoring you anyway. So it's like, why don't all of y'all just grow the fuck up? This is just so, and how, I mean, I can see how this might benefit the real, but I don't see what Tamar gets out of this at all. Neither does she. That's why she stayed her motherfucking ass at home. Oh God. I mean, I don't see what she gets from talking about it on Wendy. Like, what does this even really do for you? It gives you the opportunity to have somebody else sort of steer the car in the direction you want to go. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you get to be like, oh, I love you so much, sis. Thank you for saying that very nice thing about me. And I honestly wish everyone well, because I'm just, it's all about me. I have to just get to where I need to get to. Yeah. Cut to camera backstage, taking a shot of margarita. And on top of that, fuck that fat black bitch named Lonnie Love (laughs) while we're here. Because that bitch was writing letters about me. And blankety blank, blank, blank. And you don't even have to get that spicy with it on the camera. You could, like I said, just been like, no, I'm not going on that show. I don't get along with them. But God yep. bless everybody. Could just be that easy. But here y'all go. Ugh, boring. Next. Um, Playing Instagram games like children. Celine Dion personally requested Drake not put a tattoo of her face on his body. <laughs> oh, my God. And she said it in the funniest way, too. She said, please, Drake. I love you very much. Can I say something? Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm loving your French-Canadian accent. She was like, please. (laughs) 
Don't do that. <laughs> um, I don't even know if Drake was like, he had posted a photo of them together at some oh, event, I think God. earlier, or was it last year, a couple years ago? I remember they had this photo together where she was in this big, puffy, beautiful white gown mm. and he was in a suit and they took a picture together and they both Canadian and oh my gosh, rich, wealth, fame. And um, I think he jokingly said in a comment something about he might be getting that Celine tat next or something like that. Or maybe he was serious because, you know, he has tats of like Elise right. and he has a Lil Wayne tattoo. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a Beyonce tattoo somewhere. Um, they said on Rap he has a Rihanna tattoo. Or a Rihanna one, yes. Which I Googled and y'all should have too because I don't think that that's a Rihanna tattoo. Because I was like, surely if Drake had a tattoo of Rihanna, we would hear about it. Right, I was that thinking that it was something. It's Robin Givens. I was thinking it was something I had never seen, like something that he keeps hidden if he does have one. Oh, in special places? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe mm. on his inner thigh mm. so that he can see it when he looks down. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I'm just saying. Just... I'm looking for, oh no. Yeah, I think that's Robin Gibbons too. It's yeah, even no, the it same is. pose as this picture. It's literally the same thing. Yeah. No, his Rihanna tattoo where... is a lot... Uh, more detailed than that. There's like a uh, uh, shark tattoo that they both have. Or so. I remember there being a, a story about how they got this matching shark tattoo. I don't even know if that's true or care. But anyway, I literally just wanted to mention Celine Dion mentioning that shit because I thought it was so funny. It was. And so cute. <laughs> and she was just like, Celine Dion is a legend. Please, please, with your nigga shit. Please do not do this. <laughs> Takashi 6 9 um, this little person. Well, <laughs> say goodbye to this nigga. I mean, I never said hello. If we're being honest, <laughs> right? I fully never asked for this. I, I I don't even know if we've ever spoken about him on the show because I've just never seen a reason to. We He's- may have mentioned that video he put out with Nicki Minaj, the song. I mean. We may have. If we did, that's got to be the closest he's gotten to. Has to, because I've never even here. heard his music. Because so. he's only really been famous for being bad. <laughs> right. He's exactly. just bad. You know what I'm saying? He's a 23-year-old little badass. I'm he's a whooping. Only ever, like, maybe I heard his, the, the song that, I guess, made him famous, or that first song that he was on, where he, you with the bitch, you stick you got, pick you, pick you up, make you put the no. however that shit goes <laughs> I think I heard that in an Uber once um, I know I saw a clip of him being really ridiculous on the breakfast club that got snipped into a meme and so I've used that before but other than that I don't know shit about this person uh, so this person is infamously facing racketeering drug trafficking charges some shit that could all kind of shit face he's facing like a minimum of 47 or mandatory uh in prison and uh so he said no thank you i'm not interested in that (laughs) um what do we got to do here what can we what what can we do yeah gonna go ahead and turn to the vids i'm sure you've got lots of questions i may have some answers (laughs) so how are we feeling let's 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 cut a deal um so far, he has apparently named rappers, including Trippy Red, Jim Jones, who's having a rough week, and um, Cardi B yeah. as members of this Nine Trey Blood organization 
that he's had a tumultuous relationship with. Um, Lord. So lots of memes, lots of snitch related memes, lots of rat emojis, uh, lots of opinions about uh, 6ix9ine. The funniest one that I saw was one that was Shaggy next to him and it said, Shaggy says, it wasn't me. And says, yes, it was. That one gave me a personal chuckle yeah, problem. A lot of them have Jamaica, been, but <laughs> they have been pretty good. Um, I just I don't know how I feel about this. Like I don't care because again, I rarely did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, Cardi B told us that she was running with bloods when you know yeah, she had a jam sport back She then. did. And we knew it was the brims too. So I don't even know what you got out of this. Like, the fact that Cardi participated in this shit had me cracking up. She posted that Kiki Palmer video on her Instagram. Yeah, that was that, funny as hell. That also got me to laugh. That was funny as well. <laughs> but yeah, like, sir, now you just talking. You just saying any and everybody name. And uh, I saw something earlier that said he may go into witness protection. Girl, it is right. absolute. <laughs> Daniel Hernandez is it's gone. Says, 6ix9ine could enter the witness protection program Please. and I wanted to send the author and say I think that word should start with an S right right an S-H he definitely is going to do because that because he should he would be a fool to talk enter. without a witness without a, an agreement that includes him going into witness protection I just don't know what they're going to do about all that shit on his face like you can have tattoos removed but it takes some time so like that that shit right there is gonna be his biggest problem so my thing with this right branching out from the fact that I don't care okay um there's just like two strong feelings I guess oh strong is definitely not the word (laughs) the strongest I feel like my feelings could get for this okay (laughs) one for those of you who are passionately um, calling this man all kinds of rats and snitches and sending him these emojis and shit like getting all worked up about it and having intense Twitter dialogue about it. <laughs> no, baby. I feel like if you work a regular nine to five and go home, Mind your business. Like this was if I don't care if you are an attorney, if you're yeah. a receptionist, if you work at Orange Julius, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, yeah, one of these niggas could stick you up and and tell you to run your shit. Sure. So I don't. You aren't Frank Nitty. Calm down. Like what? <laughs> right. Go to work, bitch, and and shut your motherfucking ass. Um, I'm happy to not be a part of the conversation. I'm happy to not be involved in anything to do with gangs. Thank like, you so much. Memes and jokes are one thing because again, many of them are funny. Most of the ones I have seen are not, but a yeah. lot of uh, you know them have gotten some chocolate right but i'm just talking about people who are like oh no because the street code this that and that i don't know shit about that your honor i don't know shit about that Only time you even see the streets is when your mama tell you to take the trash out that's right okay you are correct about that and pick up that fucking mail on your way back in (laughs) it's truly that be in before them lights come on cut the grass and that's it. And it's I'm not even talking about being before the lights come on age and era. I'm talking about you 20, 30, and 40-year-old niggas as well. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> well, your mama is telling you the least that you could do. I shouldn't have to come home from work. You are 38. 
You and tie up a glad bag and take that shit outside. Yeah. Nobody cares. Be quiet. Those people are living vicariously through their favorite rappers. Right. So they taking it up like they part of the damn crew. Sir, you're you not. are not. You are, you are not with, on the you fucking aren't. sprinter with these niggas. You, you are no more a gangbanger than Takashi 69 <laughs> You're is. not. You're going to have to go log in and do your damn job the very next day, regardless of all this shit. Be happy with that. Um, And the other thing is like, on one end, for this young man, David, <laughs> I feel like, you know... Uh, He's 23. He's two months older than my youngest brother, than Adam. I understand being like, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in prison. What do I have to do? Of course. To, to get out of this situation. I do too. What I don't understand is feeling like you don't want to spend the rest of your life in prison, but running the streets with Bloods, Crips, and whoever the fuck Come on. I don't. I don't. Come on. Um, I'm not affiliated with any gangs myself, unfortunately. Mm. Um, (laughs) Too bad for you. I do know a handful personally. Yeah. And prison has never really seems like anything more than maybe getting the flu to them. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a stop. It's, you know, <laughs> yes. it should be upsetting, you know, right. or jarring for me, shocking. Yeah. But it's just for many of these niggas is like another thing. And I, I ask myself if I was running the streets, yeah. repping any one of these organizations, mm-hmm. sets gangs, <laughs> Mm-mm. No, baby. I feel like I have to be under the understanding and the acceptance that there is a very strong possibility that I will likely die in prison Absolutely. or die out here in one of these streets at a very young age. Yep, behind this shit. You have to think that. I think you should probably accept that. I don't know what the application process is like for these things. Right. If there's a questionnaire or if there's like a Q&A moment, if they interview you before you have to stab somebody on the street or <laughs> I don't know how it works. I know. But I feel like there should probably be a moment where you accept that this is a part of the lifestyle. I mean. And kind of run with it. Especially right. if you weren't even actually part of the group. It's almost. Is it? Now, nah, I get him confused with that other little boy that got shot. But um, <clears throat> remember. Um, oh, XXX. Yes, that one, Yes. So is this one. Um, this rainbow-haired boy, is he the same one who was, like, going around basically taunting niggas about being in a city or... Yes, that was so, this one. See, I don't know so, if XXX did that. I really don't know. Okay. So I can't say he never did But it, this one know. definitely did. Like, I remember him yeah. being in Chicago or something, taking pictures. I think he... That was when he was, like, antagonizing Chief Keef. Yeah. And there was some whole thing about was. a shooting or some shit in, in Times Square once. Yes. I think, between him and, I think he had... Some shit with uh, the game and see when you start <sighs> that's what I'm saying using gang bad. language right when you out here but see I think too many of these kids think that they can like play around with this gang shit and it's all fun and games or something cute to do for music or whatever until shit actually gets real and I just don't know how you can but be was, in the middle of it and still feel that way he was ever so passionate <laughs> About no. his validity. No. <laughs> a fan. Out here in these streets. A fucking fan. If he so wasn't an have that same passion, it just don't make no damn exactly. sense, my nigga. Like, you should have 
been expecting that some shit like this would go down. I just think so. And I know that there was these stories about how they was, you know, setting him up to kill him and all this other stuff. And I'm not even saying that it doesn't make sense to not want to go to prison. What I'm saying is I don't even understand how you it is positioned that all of a sudden you're like, um, so their names are Kenyon. Right. Uh <laughs> Tarice. Um, let's see who else. You know, like I don't Jimothy. <laughs> Listen, he's taking all them niggas down with him. Malavacocious. <laughs> okay. As well as Patron. His mother really loved Patron. And <laughs> so Carvassier. They were they were all there. Yeah. I don't, you know I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Like you run around with actual gang members, real gang membership will happen to you. Woo. Good luck in witness protection. I don't know how that's going to work. Because I feel like he's pissed off too many people at this point. They will find out where you are. I feel like at this point, it's so... It's so known that he is a snitch. Yeah. And... I feel like the common consensus around the culture is just hate this person. So I really wouldn't be shocked if yeah. someone who has nothing to do with any of this shit kills him. One of them 38 year olds that you was talking about That's who what feels I'm that strongly about they rap fave would just be like, I'm what? taking you out for the team. What? Silliness, for stupidness, what? goofiness. My nigga, you no. could change somebody's uh, oil in their car. <laughs> You could motherfucking do a construction. Mm, it's all kind of jobs. Like, yeah, tech school teach you all type of shit. There ain't nothing wrong with having a good technical core, job. Like, not one damn thing. Make girl. good money. They not lying about that shit. Plumbers and shit, man. You kind of nigga wasn't even like a great rapper. Like, why did they just get somebody who was already like solid? I, I heard that song he did with Nicki Minaj, and I was not impressed. But Nicki Minaj was the song. Was I could tell by looking to. at him that I was not gonna be a fan of his music. So I'm shocked they didn't make him take the weave out in prison because that was one thing I remember I wanted to ask, but I don't think I ever got around to it. But I really thought that we were gonna see him without the starburst. It's a caduce ass weave that he has. <laughs> in his hair all the time <laughs> but apparently they, they have it in braids he didn't dye his real hair maybe I don't know I think I think they do make you take your weave out so maybe he dyed his maybe real it hair. is his hair I don't know or maybe he's not oh no he is still in custody I was about to say maybe he's just free oh yeah they've got it but him, no but, um, <laughs> he would be dead by now if he yeah, was free <laughs> it wouldn't be shit else to tell um damn he's in custody and he by himself somewhere the, oh yeah, he dyed his hair because look at these raggedy ass braids, dry ass braids. Right, and my favorite part is the the courtroom sketches. Oh yeah, because they're they're so good. He looks like a character that's about to die on Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> he does. Those artworks are Ooh. fantastic, and the uh, the absurd tattoos make it all the more entertaining. <laughs> like, really, you could yeah. sell that on the street somewhere. As you art. could, this could he could be a character on the Boondocks easily. Oh, I'm fully waiting for him to show just... up on, on HBO Max, honey. <laughs> yes, he will be there snitching on Thug Nificent. There will be a whole arc, and I can't wait. Yeah, Riley is going to yell at the niggas for being like, "How dare y'all trust some white boy?" Killing in the cartoon. Watch Riley assassinate. Yeah, him. Riley gonna be one of them angry ass people on behalf of no one who knows they exist. 
Amen. Good good luck Just to this boy in witness protection. He will need it. It's okay. Or, you know, the, the arts. School is great. Um, School is so fun. Regular working life. Yeah. I loved my job at AT&T, the call center. I love that shit. That was a great job. One I liked. It was so fun. I loved working at call centers. The Miami Heat was fun. Because I literally just got to watch basketball. Oh, okay. And yeah. I mean, if I liked basketball, it would be <laughs> even way more fun. <laughs> was it really fun or were you just like, this isn't the worst use of my time? I think that. I think it was like, <laughs> of jobs. <laughs> Every now and then I'd see like a really famous person downstairs, like oh, walking yeah. through stuff. I think that's the first time I had ever seen Beyonce in person. Ooh. Because she and Jay-Z came to one of those games, I think during the finals or White Hot Heat. Oh, yeah, or whatever them shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, my God, there she, she goes. lives. She's in. She's <laughs> a breathing real person in person. right in front of me. So yeah, that was a fun, uh, a fun thing. I just, so girl, you could have just and now, yeah, and you have a kid too. Like, come on, does he really? Damn, yeah. that's it. Well, sorry for your baby. Um. So Ooh. lastly, RuPaul was uh, asked about the lack of diversity. And his crew after winning a, an Emmy for RuPaul's Drag Race yesterday. Oh, yes. What is that journalist's name? Danielle Young. <laughs> Asked him about the diversity and uh, mentioned him representing the LGBTQ community. Okay. Then he made this really wack joke about the BLT community. He's like, God, love me some bacon, lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> that was really awkward (laughs) like they already call us the alphabet people sis read the room like keep up like you really don't give a fuck um anyway don't forget also repping the BLT community my friend sent me the clip of this yesterday and at first I wasn't even gonna watch it because I just cringed at the mere like thought of what he may say and I knew it was gonna be bad but I kind of (laughs) expected it to be sharp and it wasn't. Yeah. I thought he was going to say much, much more of a like, you know, well, <laughs> huh? Okay, girl. Mm, now next. <laughs> yeah. I, and that's kind of how it started. Because I feel like the first thing he said was, well, the host of the show is black and gay and a drag queen. So check, check, check. And I thought he was going to just chop it right there. Probably should have. be done. Definitely should have. Yeah. Even though that. Because it got worse. Is absolutely not <laughs> not the an point answer. at all. So like, <laughs> she blatantly said, "Your team is all white. Like, where's the diversity?" And then looked around at them people. Like, so my <laughs> favorite <laughs> part of this, clip yeah, was when he says, "We're pretty diverse," and turns to the crowd <laughs> surrounding him and goes, "There are people. There are all lots of." T- Lots of types of people appear to a crowd of 75 white people. <laughs> That's correct. Like, <laughs> like a few 75 white women and then a bunch of white men. I think it was like two white women and a bunch of white gays. Yes. That's like, exactly I think right. even one of the girls behind him was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's the, the interviewer is, cl- the reporter is clearly talking about racial diversity and you clearly do not have any racial diversity. You know what stage. the fuck she's asking. Right. You, you do know. You that. see her skin color. You see your skin color. <laughs> don't you? And so. Oh shit. I, what? Like, I, I don't understand why he didn't just chop it off at the end. Mm-hmm. And he started doing all of this dancing around and trying to say that they're diverse when you see 
what color and right. what time it is up here. And then he starts talking about, you know, all of my life. Um, I feel like I'm about to start quoting a movie here. Ross Matthews. <laughs> Ross Matthews, white ass. Yes. Had to tell him, oh, the color purple queen, the color purple. Oh, Lord. Please, Lord. Where are you, girl? Where you at? So far away from his blackness that he no longer gives a shit how we feel about it. My thing is, this isn't the first, second, or third time that you've been criticized about this. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, RuPaul's always seemed to have this attitude of, if I don't like it, I'm just not going to receive it. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, and that can be great in, in certain areas and whatever yeah but um i'm just shocked being is that it's been so long yeah like this this is not even the first time you won this emmy that i would expect you would have been more prepared yes to answer this question like i said earlier like we already done heard about five of your, your drag race queens talk about how you don't even like to hear their voices at the camera not on. <laughs> right. You don't want them to say nothing to you. You are not so, friends with these girls. You never had a moment in the car or in the dressing room or out by the pool, <laughs> in the shower, where you thought, how am I going to address these niggas when they undoubtedly ask me about why I'm surrounded by a sea of right. O-Face right. at the Emmys again? <laughs> what can be done? Why sir? was there never a moment where you thought, hmm, like you knew that this was go- you had to know this was going to come up because it has before for you like you said you have been down this road you have also won this Emmy you know that there is a press moment backstage after you win the Emmy where you talk to press you know that diversity and inclusion are big hashtag buzzwords like I just don't understand why you chose to not prepare for this at all and then what you did say was basically what it boiled down to to me was the white gays love me. I continue to get white acclaim and white money. And so therefore, whatever you niggas feel about it is how y'all feel. And y'all might as well stop talking to me about it. There are certain types of black people. I'm not saying this is specifically RuPaul because I don't know him. But there are certain kind of POCs anyway oh, Lord. that are surrounded by white people and like revel in that tribe that they're a part of mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah because we know that white people and one of their privileges is blissful ignorance they ain't gotta worry about nothing about what the fuck you're talking about because they're good you know what i'm saying yeah. like your suffering ain't got nothing to do with me i'm good in these streets so i don't even have to think about what the fuck you're talking about and that's sort of what this gives me like yeah. i don't give i want an emmy a gain you know what i'm saying <laughs> you'll still watch my fucking show yep which is true even when i slight the black queens yep a game. So, like, I don't care about what you're talking about. I'm yeah. black and I'm gay and I'm a drag queen, even though that doesn't have anything to do with what right. you're asking me. <laughs> right. So, finished. Again, it was the tap dancing around all of this other, oh, well, we're diverse, aren't we? Yeah. No. Girl. You could have just not answered it with that one sentence and been done with it. You didn't even have Todrick on stage this year, girl. Like, you, See, wow. he must have been busy. I know he's doing, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Some, one of these shows. Taylor Broadway. Swift something. Nope. Oh, because um, <laughs> he was uh, at the what's his college? Well, yeah, that's his friend, but he's doing a show. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. Well, good for good for time. Anyways, I um, keep your your white people the mm-hmm. way that it is, please. Yes. I really don't want for you to do anything differently than you are doing right now because we know that you don't want to, right? And 
I feel like, you know, writer's rooms, these crews and production rooms, all that stuff, they don't have to be diverse. They should. Yeah. But I like know what it's like to be the only black person in a room or the only gay person in a room or the only gay black person in a room or whatever. And being there only because you have to be and not because you're welcome. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see the, you know, one black person that you're going to then hire so that you don't have to answer these kinds of questions or whatever. Because first of all, that's the fastest way to lead to tokenism and all kinds of other stereotypes or whatever. But if you don't give a fuck, then just continue to don't give a fuck. I I would rather you have a writer's room or have a line of producers or whatever that are diverse because you had the desire to have it that way you see the necessity in it and you decided to do that and not because people are pressuring you because nobody yeah. wants to be the one person in the room where everybody's looking at you like oh i guess you you just got to be here huh well all right yeah they asked john oliver about it too with his mostly white team because they won for last week tonight and he said something like you know, obviously everybody is not white, but we could be doing better or it's imp- important to be as diverse as possible, blah, blah, blah. Like we should be doing better, which to me is like John Oliver is also not new to this. Like you have been down this road before. And if it were a priority to you, then you could have been mixed this up and had your team be blacker than what they are or of color more than they are. And so I don't, my thing is, I really don't care how you feel about it. RuPaul's Drag Race is RuPaul's show and RuPaul can do whatever he wants with it. My whole thing is, you've made it clear that white acceptance is all you care about and that's perfectly fine. Just don't come back over here to Niggerville when the whites decide they done with you and cast you away looking for, you know, whatever dregs of a career you can still bring back up with us. And I'm not even saying that will happen with RuPaul, but when you decide you no longer give a shit what black people feel don't come back over here when it's convenient for you or when white people decide they no longer want to give you any money because you already said you wouldn't like you didn't give a shit what we felt about anything sis so keep that same energy when the white people are gone that's it for the hot tops this week we're gonna take a break and we will come right back do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them, well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To master with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. <laughs> By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? 
There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the re. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash The R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. We're back. It is now time for the listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. They may be read aloud on the show. Um, somebody has a recommendation for you um, about MMA. They said um, they had to recommend the mango, manga tepu. What? Have you heard of that before? Are you no. into manga? Yes. Okay. It's, it's something that goes, oh, manga, my bad. It goes um, really deep into women's MMA in Japan. So, Tepu is T E P P U. I had a feeling it was something like maybe you had already heard of because I yeah. can't keep up with manga and anime anymore. I can't even keep up. I can't keep up with shit, to be honest with you. No, <laughs> I've never heard of this. But okay. Thank you. All right. Um, so, let's start off our first question with uh, some gay girls or queer girls. I'll be more clear. This first question comes from Rachel, who says, This week, things ended with me and my lady friend because she couldn't accept my bisexual identity. She thought it was something I was holding to and holding on to and couldn't understand why. She also said that I'm on the fence, confused. Holding on to being bi? Right. Okay. She said, I'm on the fence, confused, a freak, and a fake because I label myself bisexual. <clears throat> I literally find men and women attractive, and there is nothing I can do about that. Kind of like how I had to explain that I find women, in addition to men, attractive to my family when I first came out. <clears throat> I know that most of this stems from... <laughs> An issue she has in the past, her wife left her for a man after nine years of dating and six months of marriage, and she never went to therapy for it. Even more unfortunate, she is still fighting against going to therapy. She feels like she can't compete with men, but I haven't given her any reason to feel the need to compete. Before we started dating, I was not dating or talking to anyone on purpose. I was enjoying being single and making sure I was a suitable mate should I meet someone worth the effort. During our 18-month courtship... (laughs) 18 month courtship. <laughs> Nobody says months unless they're talking about a human being. Oh my God. That is a whole year and a half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did not so date. <laughs> this so is so lesbian. So this gay. is just so. <laughs> During our 18 month courtship I did not date or talk to anyone else but her Even though she kept reminding me That we aren't and weren't in a relationship I did everything in my power To make her feel completely comfortable Most of the time I wasn't even fucking her Because she wanted to remain celibate And even with the brakes pumped on me I was still head over heels in love with her And didn't entertain anyone else 
I even stayed, even though I had lots of reasons not to trust issues, inability to have healthy conversations about money, the fact that her car got repossessed. So you hate this bitch. Like, what? inability to communicate, <laughs> etc. Through all of that, I am here. Even when, if I needed a reason, I definitely could have dipped out a long time ago. My main question is, do I have to date someone bisexual to be loved for who I am? Are there men who would not date a bisexual woman? Are there women... <laughs> Studs preferably that would date a bisexual woman without fear or concern. I'm asking for me. Sincerely heartbroken again. P.S. Even in all of this, I still want to make it work because I love her. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> of course you it do. It is a crazy thing. Yes, it is. At the very beginning, actually, in the subject, she said, y'all did say that these studs would break your heart. And that is exactly my like, first bitch, thought I don't was, know. You thought we were joking? I don't know what you thought, sis. Like. <laughs> they have studs have issues just like every other human being has issues i think that one thing that i may notice in in difference between like studs and nigga niggas yeah. you know what I'm it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's correct <laughs> I think a a kind of misconception from bi and straight women that start dating studs and have only dated cis guys are like, oh, you know, well, studs are are way more nicer. And (laughs) I I think they have this like this this misconception that you're like just going to find love with a stud or whatever. And it's like, no, they're human beings just like. Any yes. other human being and have faults, trauma and, and flaws, and all that. I think studs are maybe more passionate than men. They can be. They really can. But I mean, I think across the line, you're probably not gonna get anything from a woman that you wouldn't get from a man, just depending just, on the person. Right? I don't. Yeah. So this you, is yeah. You'd have to be making a blanket statement or assumption here, right? You want to know one or the other, right? Like. You want to know if there are men who won't date a bisexual woman. Of course, there are men somewhere in this world who feel like they won't date a woman unless she's exclusively straight. I'm sure there are. I'm sure. They're probably overwhelmingly religious or hotepish. Right. I don't. Well, I probably, I'm probably related to some. But <laughs> other than that, you know, of course there are. Of course there are um, lesbians or studs who will date a bisexual woman without tripping or feeling like, you know, scared that she's going to go running back to dick or whatever. Like, those people absolutely exist. But more than that, like, this girl had so many fucking issues. And right. <laughs> and, like, like the what? fact that she, the fact that she, like, had trust issues because you were bisexual is just one of many reasons why you should have left this girl a long ass time that wasn't even like that was nothing in comparison to the things that you just listed i feel like i'm really hard on straight girls a lot and now it's like coming back to bite me because i'm gonna have to be equally as hard on you because you are literally acting like straight girls do when a nigga wastes their time, disrespects them, et cetera, et cetera, over and over. Tells them after a year and a half, you know, just want to remind you that we're not together, but still keeping tabs on you like y'all are in a relationship. All this shit, girl, sistrin. You, I, I know you said that she needs therapy and she fought the whole going to therapy thing, but I think you could benefit from some therapy too. The fact that you let, you went along with this for 18 months, not dating or talking or fucking to nobody else for a person who kept showing you over and over that they were not in a position to connect with you. I just think maybe you need to work through why you felt like that was a good use of your time. 
Because this girl has been messed from the beginning. I have a a strong feeling that if you do some internal investigation, yeah, like some soul searching, if you will, and like map out um, the people you've been attracted to, the people you've dated and stuff, you'll probably see a lot of um, common yeah. traits in terms of the negatives. Yep. From each one of these things, because I don't think that this has anything to do with can these type of people accept that I'm bi or can these kinds of people accept that I'm bi. I guarantee you that you are just attracted to some people that ain't fucking shit. Yeah. And you have to break out of that mold. You know what I'm saying? Because there are, I'm sure, loads of studs that understand that bisexual (laughs) people exist. I've talked endlessly on here and it's odd because it's bi visibility day, I think. Is it? Yes. Well, look at that, the timing. I talk about this shit all of the time, how it doesn't make sense to me how queer people can't. Yeah. So do you just say LGTQ? <laughs> like, do you, do, what do you? They they just use the B just because they've been, they've like learned it. And so they just recite it, but they don't actually mean anything by it. I don't understand how you can deal with homophobia and, and, how you can try to get people to understand that you can be born and attract or and you know be yeah. attracted to the same sex right but then you like refuse to believe that someone can be attracted to both i just don't it i'm tr- where yeah. is your brain i don't so right but that is a frustration that is separate from what you were dealing with (laughs) you need to not be dealing with that motherfucker because that motherfucker sounds like trash in the way that you've described them yeah and i guarantee you that if you start again looking at the people that you attract and your behavior in relationships and things like that and you make some adjustments there you won't have this question anymore right this ain't the issue I mean, it definitely is an issue, but... I mean, yeah, but not for you. I just thought it was so interesting that at the end of all this, you're like, do I have to be bisexual for somebody to love me for who I am? And it's like, I think that this girl was unable to love you for who you are, not because of your bisexualness, but because she had a whole lot of bullshit going on that she absolutely needs to resolve. And you cannot, I'm sure you know this, you cannot force no grown person to go to therapy if they don't want to or if they don't feel ready. So I would say at this point, you need to start drawing your own boundaries, respecting your own self and what you need. Let this person go so she can work on her own shit. I know you want to work it out because you love her, but <laughs> I just want you to reread this email. Like, sis, you are pouring this love into this person who cannot receive it. Why? Why why are you wasting your time? I was like, she doesn't listen to me. She called me out my name. She disrespected my mama. <laughs> she slashed my tire. <laughs> like, uh, so what are we talking about? Right. How much worse does it have to get, sis? On the topic itself, are there men that are attracted to bisexual women? Girl, did you just ask that? And now <laughs> are there studs? Now, I know that a lot of lesbian women, gay women, stud or not, uh, what is uh, femme aggressive? Yeah. Whatever you, you know, <laughs> I know that there are a lot of uh, straight women that infiltrate the community. Yes. And find a stud that tickles them in their pleasure places. Yeah, that, that's usually the stud's fault. And then I was getting to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> but I know it's a lot of girls who go out there and they dip their toe into the gay pool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, true. you know, do a little scissoring, a little <laughs> office depot. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the next thing, then you know, you know, they jump it right back to dating guys exclusively, and we're never gay, never into girls. It was a thing, and all of that is fun. And I feel like we as human beings should be able to, you know, do that if yeah. we want to. But I can understand why there are more women who are attracted to women that might be like, mm, are you bi, girl? However, as you said, girl. Sis. See, a lot of y'all be over here trying to have your little Instagram <laughs> dream and be like, oh, yeah, no, I got man. that bitch or whatever. And then she'd be bouncing back to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. um, floor seats, right. courtside. And you like, oh, you can't trust none of these bitches. No, because the gay bitches were here. Right? Right. And you weren't motherfucking uh, worried time. about us. Yeah. There's some prominent lesbians who act like that. You wanted to hit on the fucking bottle girl that had a glint in her eye when she came <laughs> over and bitch and try and turn somebody the fuck out. Yeah. And then coming around to bitches is actually like both. Yeah. With your toxicity. Some studs really do love straight women. Like pursue straight women yeah. are like almost attracted to straight women exclusively. Those people have some shit to work through. Some queens only be searching after straight dick. And have, I don't know what's wrong You have shit either. to work through, right? Because it's like... If all you cared about in life was sex, then maybe. But then, first of all, it doesn't make sense for you to only be attracted to people who don't identify as being attracted to you. And number two, if you ever wanted something more, like an actual connection or a real relationship, you're going into it knowing that this bitch is still saying to herself that she's straight. It's like... You cannot have a healthy relationship with another woman if you're still calling yourself straight. Not that that is even this, but... I just... Yeah, a lot of that is studs or dykes bringing this these girls into the community who only stay for a few months and then they leave but like if you have said that you have a bisexual identity like i have dated women and men i have no issue in being a, in a relationship with a woman or a man then if your partner has an issue with that and can't accept it feels threatened or whatever it's time to let that nigga go right there because just because a person is bi does not mean they are twice as likely to cheat on you like i, I mean <laughs> This is not what that means. If somebody wants to be exclusive or faithful to you, they will do that regardless of their orientation. Do you really think if your boyfriend was like <laughs> exclusively gay, that that would mean he would be more faithful to you, his boyfriend, as opposed to a nigga who's bi? Do you really think that? Like, no, girl. These niggas be out here cheating and uh, niggas is gender neutral. Niggas be out here cheating, period, if they feel like it. Period. So... Menstrual. Yeah, you deserve somebody who is not going to be ridiculous about it, but you also deserve to avoid all that other bullshit you mentioned in this letter. Like, so, yeah, I think therapy is is necessary for her and also for you. So you can get to the bottom of why you wasted a year and a half on this woman. Because gay. <laughs> you know, like, I know you are not gay, but these lesbian relationships. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. I got to stop that. Maybe I should stop saying, I mean, because... I mean, I mean you know what I'm saying. I have Semantics. friends. Yeah, I have like two bisexual female friends who are in a relationship with each other. And every time they do something gay, I'd be like, you bitches are so gay. And they'd be like, no, we're bi. And I'm like, I know. But like, I'm saying the relationship is a gay. Right. One. I'm not saying that you are homosexual. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying gay. this lesbian ass shit that y'all are doing right here. But yes. But just to I'll, be I'll ultra say- clear. Yeah. So niggas understand. <laughs> Because that's just a whole other part of the bisexual shit. You're just gay. You don't want to come out. Bitch, so I halfway stepped out? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Really? So I made it like even weirdly harder for myself because 
off top, most straight men are automatically going to say something stupid, like, or bring up threesomes. And then you run through the issue of, like, the women in the community being like, ew, dick cooties, no. So. I mean, there are a lot of men who call themselves bisexual, who feel like it does soften the, I guess, reaction to yeah. it for people because, oh, I'm still attracted to vagina, even though they're not. Right. And a lot of times you can, you know, yeah. you can spot those girls. <laughs> I know some people like that. But I feel like even if... I think people should just be... Because first of all, who the fuck cares? You know, it's just... It shouldn't even be that big of a deal still. But people should just be given the freedom to figure things out, label or not label, or whatever the fuck. Because the motherfuckers, as I have said, that really are by in terms of men... Right. They ain't gonna tell you. Period. Menstrual. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that instead of period. I feel like people are going to be like, oof, <laughs> like a little bit taken aback by that. I like that. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Um, all right. Next question comes from Mavis, who says, I was visiting with my dad and a few of his friends when he introduced a woman there as his girl. This threw me a bit for a loop because to my knowledge, he was still going through a pending divorce. His marriage with my now ex... <laughs> His marriage with my now ex-stepmother had very obviously been on the decline for years, so I'm not really shocked that he already had a new girlfriend, but I was a little surprised that he introduced her as such only a few months after announcing his divorce. Because I'm an internet stalker, I took to the online court records to gather a bit more information. Of course you did, and here's where all the bullshit comes from when you hear it just being like, okay, girl, does anybody want anything from Buffalo Wild Wings? Because my father is a rather secretive man, and I didn't think that was the right setting to get into this situation with him well i found my dad's domestic affairs court records and also a petition to establish parenthood court case mm. which resulted in a man a person with his name being forced to pay child support now my dad's name is not exactly uncommon but it's uncommon enough that i'm fairly certain this is about him what is the best way to go about asking my father if he fathered a secret child with Girl, a woman when he was still married to my mom and i was fuck, five years old am i supposed to know <laughs> letting it go is not an option and i am going to confront this nigga please help Maris Mavis don't even remember what I called her so this nigga has a side baby that's what she thinks she found um, a court case that says a person with his name has to pay child support and that this person this child would have been fathered when she was five years old when the the writer the of this writer of this letter, was, letter five. was five yeah so she's had this sibling out there for however many years she doesn't say how old she is so I got nothing <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I mean, if you was bold enough to go through the online court databases and do all the like the fact that you suspected enough to go searching the court cases instead of just asking your father lets me know you probably already had an inkling of an idea that you was going to find some shit. And what I would do from here is just like continue the Internet stalking like I would look at the mother or the other person's name on this court docket and see if she has a Facebook or something, see if she has an Instagram, see if she has pictures of her kids uploaded. Do them kids look like, like you? I probably already done did this by the time you... I mean, <laughs> she may have, but I'm saying if you... Why would you stop? If you feel nervous about confronting him, then I would at least try to make sure that you know exactly what it is you confront him about. Like, That's... That you know the, the bare, answer to the question. I'm talking about 
prerequisite. Yes. yes. Like, you sound like a whole ass fool coming to slip to somebody about something you saw on the internet and then don't it let it be like actually them either. Your daddy would look at you so crazy. So I think you need to make sure that you know what you're talking about first and foremost. Like make sure you're right about this. I don't know how <clears throat> in the Neve show minutes you're going to get through all that shit. Um, figure it out, Not I guess. Neve. And try and get to some answers, I, I suppose, online. Like I feel like you are either going to walk in the direction of ignoring this and minding your own damn business, which we know you're not going to do, or just going to this nigga and be like, so did a little digging, have a couple questions. Right. Hopefully you've got some answers. There you go. Yeah. I mean, like as you just said, she was bold enough Mm -hmm. to jump on the internet in the first place and do all of this digging. So you might as well just be bold enough to put your neck at risk. I mean, I have to agree. Like, even if you don't feel like doing the extra research or whatever, I don't think you should be, like, afraid to confront him about it. Like, you might have to admit, you know, I was out here being nosy and I was confused by you claiming this new bitch already. You might have to say that, but if if you have a sibling out there that he's not telling you about, like, I do also think you have the right to know that. I do. Like, I think he has a responsibility to tell you, if nobody else, that you have a sibling out there. So I think you should just ask. It can't. I mean, well, I don't know your daddy, so it might actually be that bad. But like, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) He's secretive. Okay. well, (laughs) that you actually have four siblings. Oh, shit. See, this is why, you know how back in, people would be like back in the day, you know, your granddaddy died and then all of a sudden his whole other side of the family that y'all never even knew existed showed Still up. Happens. This is that same shit. Like, just ask and have your mama there present if you want to, if it'll make it easier for you. Or maybe ask her. Maybe she knows about it and they just didn't tell you. Who knows? But um, best of yeah, luck to I would probably just go um with the possibility of being told and shown that I'm wild ass wrong and just a nosy <laughs> yeah. black demon. And that's fine. You can call me. Oh that. yeah, I but see I I'll still go to sleep fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, like, it's not the worst you could call And if your to- daddy says you nosy little hood rat, no, I blah 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 or whatever. You know, hopefully he doesn't lie to you about cool. it. But yes. So are we getting wings? <laughs> I wouldn't be mad because, you know, the, the characterization is fair. You did take it upon yourself to go look. But now that you done found something. Because I can't see how, like, even if you continue to do the digging, I can't see how far you could get with, like, for sure proof about this without asking someone yeah. who would know. So why not just ask your daddy? It's not like, you know what I'm saying? You found or, or you came to this inclination when you b- broke into his house and like, <laughs> was sneaking through the attic looking for something to steal for what coke. Like, it's not like this started. It's a huge, messy thing. The nigga is getting a divorce. He oddly showed up with a new girl. So I'm already in my personal feelings. Bitch. Right. And so I looked up some stuff on the internet. And now I have some questions. And maybe I'm nosy and black as fuck and wrong. And fine. And tired and loud <laughs> for it. And that is okay with me, nigga. I'll be trash. But do I have a sibling? Yes or the fuck no? <laughs> Let me know. Ho. And 
And I'm coming, and let me tell you something. I'm coming with a binder. (laughs) Right. Three rings on it, bitch. Yes. And documentation within. All that shit. Good luck. All right. Last question comes from Vicky, who says... My friend Cassandra and I have been best friends since middle school. We don't live near near each other anymore because of college, but we talk all the time because we're very close. We both got into relationships right before going off to college with two guys who knew each other very well. Both of our relationships ended up being super toxic and ended in on again, off again situationships until they just broke off horribly. Relatable. Me and my ex no longer speak, but our acquaintances and have no hard feelings toward each other. She still sleeps with her ex all the time. I can't get into all the details of the relationship because I would have to write you a novel. But basically, her boyfriend, Jason, went through a traumatic experience where he lost a close family member and it really hurt him. And she took care of him through that. She made sure he ate, did his homework. Oh, she did his homework. She basically stopped her life for him. (laughs) Okay. It also hurt her personal life a lot. And it was really hard for me to watch her go through that. They are best friends. So when they finally broke up, they never really broke up and they hang out all the time. Even when he's dating someone new, she still arranges her whole life around whether he'll show up to her spot when he says he will. And he almost never does it. When he does show up, he always stays the night. He has cheated on his girlfriends with her and she still talks to his. So they're in an open relationship. You know, you would think (laughs) Jason is a family friend of mine and I love him so much. But my God, he has been the worst to my best friend. And I can't stand to have her call me one more time crying about him. It has been three years. She is so smart and kind and gorgeous. One of my favorite people. She works harder than I do. All Jason does now is chase after friends who don't care about him, fill his life with different girls and keep Cassandra in his back pocket. Every time Jason hooks up with someone else, Cassandra doesn't say anything. But when it's the other way around, he threatens to beat niggas up, etc. Oh, bitch. No, okay. See, now we're going to pull yep, over. That's the problem. Because now you done <laughs> fucked up. He creates all the drama in her life and refuses to get help for the many issues he has. I am sick and tired of hearing about it all the time. And I try to tell her every time that these people are not for you. They holding you back, etc., etc. She will agree. But then she rationalizes all his actions and justifies the situation that she's in. How do I tell her to stop talking? talking to me about this i love her so much but honestly it's not fair to me to have to constantly give her the same advice and tell her the truth while she just ignores it i want her to get better because she has a bright future but i fear that she will always go back to this horrible situation thanks vicky how did that last question go is it how how should how do i what how do i tell her to stop talking to me about stop this? talking to <laughs> me about this I get that that's hard because this is your best friend and you've been best friends since middle school and the college years are a clusterfuck. So I really do understand your hesitation here, but I don't know what else you can do to get her to understand that she like you can't make her be tired of going through it with this nigga. You cannot force her to be done talking with him or done like continually continue to allow this nigga hurt her feelings over and over you are just gonna have to get to the point where you say to her sis love you more than anything but if you come to me one more time about this nigga and it's the same old bullshit i'm gonna have to tell you to just keep it like save it because i keep telling you what to do i keep telling you that you deserve better than this and you continue to go back and do it again anyway like it's understandable 
that she wants to vent to her best friend. But it's also understandable that you, after three years, are tired of telling her the same thing over and fucking over again. And you get tired of seeing your friend be hurt. That was my issue. Like, I I get tired of you being sad and crying and not wanting to go out to the club or wherever else to the frat party because this stupid ass nigga who keeps hurting your damn feelings. So I just... You can't force her to be tired and we can't force you to be tired. When you are really sick of hearing it, you will say that to her. I think it was um, Einstein. <laughs> oh, Lord, please, please. Was it Einstein that said like the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over? I have and, no idea. And expect a different result. Hmm. I don't know. Which in hindsight is probably not a wise thing to say, <laughs> especially from him. But anyway... Um, oh it is oh wait no anyway well no this I thought it was but this says misattributed quotes so anyway it don't matter (laughs) continue Um, I think this is one of those situations where the person has to um, they have to arrive at this conclusion and be serious about it on their own. And there really isn't any um, advice. There isn't like a conversation. There's not really like a dessert or a destination that you can really uh, provide for this person. that's going to make something click for them. Right. They have to get to that click on their own um, and then do the work to back it the fuck up. So for your own sanity, yes, you have to express express to her, explain to her. I know that you're in love with this fucking ankle of a person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Please, but there isn't anything that I really feel like I can do or say outside of what I've already done and said about it. I think that you are going to have to learn it for yourself and make the like actual decision Mm -hmm. for what is best for you. Yes. And hopefully that will come sooner than later, but it's not over here. It's not on my phone. It's not on my house. It's not on my job, girl. I don't have anything for you. And it's driving me nuts to even have to keep thinking about it and and be reminded about the frustration I feel seeing Mm -hmm. you go through bullshit with somebody that doesn't deserve you. So girl, I wish you the absolute best (laughs) on your journey to enlightenment, but I can't help. I can't take you there. I would probably say something to both of them since you said Jason, her boyfriend is like a close family family friend. friend. Yeah, cuss him out. Both of them. Like, listen, you niggas are still doing this same dumb shit. And you know who you're stressing out? Me. So, I don't know what y'all need to do. I'm starting with, first the fuck of all, if y'all don't go together and you fucking other What is all this? Dude, she better get her pussy drenched. Okay? (laughs) Please. You be out here with whoever the fuck you want to, all of your Karens and your Keishas, and she don't say nothing to you, then See? somebody better break her off and, and eat you, get you out here when the lights come out <laughs> for her, okay? And you better not say nothing about it, period. Menstrual, next. <laughs> yeah, ask her why she is willing to be the girl that he cheats on his other girlfriends with. Like, he gets into relationships and still sleeps with your friend. Why is she willing to be that girl? Questions that really need answers. 
So um, best of luck to you in having this conversation, though. I just keep you said y'all in college. So I just keep remembering that like late teens, early 20s time period. Yeah, and it's a mess. Era. That's the era. Yeah, it is. This is just the shit you go through. You're going to belch and be like 29 and be like, <laughs> thank god for jesus and your friend is gonna be like remember when i wasted four years of my life chasing behind that dumbass jason and now he's missing 17 teeth and And you're gonna be yes i actually do (laughs) yes bitch i remember how you stressed me the fuck out every other weekend could forget i still have nightmares (laughs) yes me and my friends do that now we make fun of each other for things that we said and did in college 15 years ago and yeah, it's that's the beauty. It's in literally having one of those things friends. where you say we're gonna laugh about this one day, and you do because you really do. <laughs> you really and you are gonna laugh hard. You're like you're gonna actually clown like, each other big hard, and then she gonna turn around and clown you for some stupid shit you did, and yeah. she held you down through that. Like this, y'all don't have to stop being friends. Eventually, I think she will come to her common sense yeah. and her right mind. It will just, happen. Yeah. It's just not gonna happen through a conversation with yeah. you and talking about it over and over and over and over right. and over again, knowing damn well that she's gonna do the same thing is maddening it is and it should be maddening for the both of you right but it's just you like i don't understand why every time she pick up the phone to call you she's not like god damn here i go again like at least i used to spread my nigga grievances out among like <laughs> eight different friends <laughs> i was like oh i called chris about this shit about two weeks all right let me call her like oh i spoke to candace last week all right you did you used to do that i did i'm gonna call y'all bitches every time Six days a week talking about this nigga. Be like, last time I talked to you, he'd be like, okay. The three oh, more yeah. things have happened since right. then. Right, right, right. I forgot. It's the third week of the month. Okay, all right. And every Back time I'm like, friend, this nigga is not worth it. But I gave y'all bitches a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gave, look. <sighs> you better get a try. Yeah. When you're having this conversation with her, just remember y'all are ultra young and you're going to go through lots of these growing pain moments together. And that's the beauty of having yes. friends that you've had for decades. And so. your nigga grievances in the future <laughs> yes. will be not only handled better and probably way faster right. than now, it won't be as bad. Yeah. You know, you, you're not like yeah. when you know better mm-hmm. you're not gonna really tolerate I have a feeling a this is her shit. first love oh it's possible I have a feeling it is it's both those are the worst or you know he had a close family member die and so they went through that traumatic period together so they feel kind of bonded together and they don't know how to leave each other alone permanently e- either way they'll we'll figure it out, out of that. yes and you will be alright alright that wraps up the questions this week send yours to asktheread at gmail.com we'll be right back When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. So we're back. It's time for the read. It is. You want me to go first or? Um, it's up can. to you. I just have two quick things, basically. So um, first, I just want to, you know, I, I feel strongly about words. Yeah. Words matter a lot to me. I yeah. usually choose my words carefully. Not always in the studio because we just be in here talking fast and bullshitting. But yeah. 
if I, I that <laughs> listen, if I am talking about something that I enjoy, like a TV show or a movie or a song or sure. an artist or any product or service, even if I'm not recommending it to you, even if it's not an ad, even if I just say like, I enjoy such and such, or I like this thing. And then you try it for yourself and you do not like it. That does not mean I lied to you <laughs> about that product or service. <laughs> I just want niggas to be super clear about this. Like, yes, I liked the dried mango slices and you tried them and you thought they tasted like chalk. Okay, great. That doesn't mean I lied to you about how they taste. It means we had a different experience of the same product and you are allowed to not like the things I like. I just really hate when people turn it around and be like, oh, such and such lied to me or y'all lied to me about this song. You lied to me about this video. No, I did not. I gave you my honest opinion on it. I did not guarantee that you would feel the same way. Like, I don't know you. Why would I know what you like? Okay, great. <sighs> Second thing was this Ben Carson situation. Uh, if you don't know, <laughs> Ben Carson, who is the biggest disappointment to black doctors to ever walk this earth. Um, last week, there was a report that came out on Thursday that said he referred to trans women as big, hairy men during an internal meeting with White House staff to the point where like people were shocked and upset, which stuns me frankly because it happened at the white house right. <laughs> i didn't know anybody that sensitive was working there anymore um evidently somebody even like walked out and um so ben carson sent out an email on friday to the whole agency you know he is the secretary of housing and urban development saying that he expressed concern but that his comments were taken out of context so when i first heard this i was like Okay, so Ben Carson, not that I think he's really going to be able to clean this up, but he's about to put out a statement saying, I actually said such and such, and then they just took it to mean this, but really I was connecting two different trains of thought. No, this fool said, quote, during a recent... During- during a recent meeting with local staff in San Francisco, I made reference to the fact that I had heard from many women's groups about the difficulty they were having with women's shelters because sometimes men would claim to be women. <sighs> what a fucking this made many of the women feel unsafe. And one of the groups described a situation to me in which big hairy men would come in and have to be accepted into the women's shelter, even though it made the women in the facility very uncomfortable. Sir. The fact that you put this into the email meaning this was your own defense of your words, lets me know that absolutely nothing was taken out of context. If people thought you were being transphobic, they had every right to, because by your own admission, you were being transphobic. Are you you literally stupid? Do you understand what I'm saying? I feel like you can't be. I mean, just... What is what the fuck? Right. This this is not that. Like <laughs> this didn't actually exonerate you. This didn't make you look any better. I see that like lots of different politicians have come out condemning him and calling his re- remarks revolting and all this other shit. I just want Ben Carson to understand that like words do still mean things, even though your boss doesn't. Each one has a definition. Even though your boss doesn't care, and uh, he's allowed you to be the main negro out here acting a fucking dumbass you cannot say that men claim to be women in order to get into a homeless shelter or big hairy men are admitted into a shelter and then they are accepted even though it makes other women in the facility uncomfortable without being transphobic because you are referring to trans women when you say these things you are calling them men and saying that they are 
like faking or trying to get into a women's only facility as if they're doing something wrong by doing that. I just, I just want you to stand up in the transphobia. I don't understand why this email had to come out because it literally cleaned up nothing. It made nothing better. Do you know how many people currently stand for you that would probably stand even harder if you stood up in your right. transphobia? What are you even like? Are you, it's did something break in there? They're not taking out a, right. They're not taking. He doesn't follow this up by saying. And so then I told those women, these aren't men. They're trans women. They deserve to be safe and off the streets, just like everyone. Like you didn't say that. That isn't in here at <laughs> all. Like, what you didn't? Where was the part where you're like? And so I corrected that language and told them X, Y, Z, and blah. Like that didn't happen. In fact, you said my point is that we have to permit policies that take into consideration the rights of everybody, including those women, meaning the women who were uncomfortable by the trans women being there. To that, all I have to say is I used to work at a homeless shelter. I used to be the girl who did the intake process for homeless people. I have seen people on the worst day of their lives many, many times. And the common denominator is that they're all in a damn homeless shelter. So if you are a cis woman in a homeless shelter mad because trans women also need shelter, I just need you to take a good look around at your surroundings, sis. And maybe read. Perhaps you should. You're currently spending like most of your time in a big ass room with 20 other bunk beds. So like the idea that you. Where do you even find the time in your How? mind How? to How? concern yourself? How do you not? How are you in this situation and feel like there are other people who should be denied shelter? Or do you really think trans women should be forced to go to the men's shelter? Because all you say in there is that you're transphobic because you want them to be hurt. You know, a trans woman would not be safe in a men's shelter. There's a reason why. I don't know if this is every homeless shelter, but the one I worked at, one one building was for women and children and the other was for men. And one time in like the two years I worked there, we had a single father there with two of his kids and they had like they had to give him like a separate private room way downstairs or some shit but even still they would not let him and his kids stay in the men's portion of that property there is a reason for that so you either way you slice it you're being transphobic here and i just don't you you sent out this email talking about shit was taken out of context and it just absolutely was not you know how i said that I feel like Donald Trump has a tiny green alien in his brain pulling levers that makes him saying these yes, stupid things. Yes. I feel like Ben Carson may have the same thing, but his alien is like in a slouched position with an open, gaping mouth with drool hanging out of it and rolled back eyes. Yes. And just like not this. That I, motherfucker I can't right understand there. it. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit. I read it like, what is the justification here going to be? And then for him to spell out transphobia, I was just like, but <laughs> what? <laughs> like, are you... Do you think I'm as stupid as your fans are? <laughs> what is this? Did you try to do something in your own brain once for research and fucked up and didn't tell nobody? Oh, man. Okay, so it must have been, like, the meeting was at the White House, but it couldn't have just been White House staff. It had to be some people from his agency who were there who were like, what the fuck? And those are probably the same people who got this email on Friday and released it to all the websites immediately. Like, hear this dumbass go again. I'm just so fucking sick of this administration. Get him out, Jesus. All right, I'm done. So 
I'm not going to try and take too long on this, but my read goes out to a police officer. Shocker. In Florida. <laughs> shocker. A huge shock. Um, that apparently arrested two six-year-olds for separate incidents that took place at their schools. I'm going to just say this one more time. Yep. Yep. Just one more time. Okay. So an officer by the name of Dennis. Hold on. Because I just lost his name. Dennis Turner. (sighs) He apparently arrested these two six-year-old kids. (coughs) One of the... One of the children um, was actually taken. Well, they were both like taken to a juvenile center. Yeah. Um, One of them was actually processed. And the other child was, uh, I think, returned to the school. Immediately, I guess, when the officer who was transporting them uh, found out that this Dennis Turner nigga... (laughs) didn't get approval because apparently you have to get approval from the cops back home to get to bring in anybody below the age of 12 to arrest them to arrest them it needs to have an approval which he did not get so once they found that out they took the one who wasn't processed back to school and they let the other girl or they let the other child go yeah uh, CBS News says they're both six-year-olds. They they were reported as six, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old by the cop, and they, you know, right. so we know more about one of um the children because apparently her grandmother was contacted, <sighs> and they told her that her child was arrested. And she said, "The first thing I said was, what do you mean she was arrested?'" <laughs> And I'm I yes. I didn't even have to get to that part to know like in my head I'm I'm picturing them saying that to her right. and the first thing I thought of was she had to have been like what the fuck do you mean and it just because my grandbaby is six years old so I know this don't make sense it can't be arrested like I'm thinking arrested so apparently her I'm not gonna say the child's name it's here in the news um, but I'm just not gonna say it but anyway this is her granddaughter his first grader at. L- Lucius and Emma Nixon Academy. Yeah. And a charter school. Apparently was having uh what they refer to as a temper tantrum in class. Um and an adult tried to I guess subdue her by like grabbing onto her wrists or whatever. Yeah. And during that the 6-year-old girl kicked them I guess in the leg or something to that effect. And that led to her being handcuffed and taken off to the beam. Mm, mm. See how that? No, actually, because that don't still we're... makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. But okay. So this officer, who I was told was black, yeah, I haven't seen a picture yet, but I was told the same thing. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out. What the fuck could have possibly happened to you Mm-mm. Mm-mm. in your life Yeah, that you would handcuff babies? <laughs> make it make sense. So this girl's grandmother said that 
she has like a sleeping disorder. She has sleep apnea and something like that. And that is, you know, part of the cause of her having a temper tantrum, lacking sleep and so on. Right. And she doesn't say if it was this officer, Dennis Turner in question that says this, but she said that she was told, um, he said, well, I have sleep apnea and I don't behave like that. I'm assuming that it's that cop at the school because you already are clearly an illogical ass dumbass. You know what I mean? So you saying something like this would just kind of line up with the rest of the story. Yeah. But either way, I think it did. I think it was him who said it. Do you see like, where are you missing the fact that we're talking about a fucking six year old? You stupid piece of shit. (laughs) Where are you missing that part? They literally don't have matured brains. Right. They're not going to process and react to things the way that you would or should as an adult. Right. You clearly have your own issues when it comes to your brain, bitch. Because again, you out here handcuffing babies. I don't fucking understand it. Of course, this is a black girl we're talking about. Of course. So, when do we get to a point, and I never, like one of these websites says that he's been fired. says, He's been fired and is being investigated. I was about to say, I just saw that he got fired and I just found a picture of him. He is black. Okay. Can I see him? Yeah. I just... <laughs> of course, it, girl. <laughs> they, it's not on here. What you mean? It's... Oh, the fucking New York yeah, Times. Yeah, the New York Times girl, is like, girl... leave me alone. Make an account. <laughs> Give I'm us, not logging in. Send you the email, confirm I'm it, not and then you can read the in. news. Here, he found him on Google Images. I knew it. That's him. I knew it. Oh, that's the picture I had in my mind. Ben Carson looking ass nigga. That nigga look like the evil twin of Ray from Sister Sister. <laughs> like a fucking walking. You got a lot of bad day. shit going on in your life, dog. <laughs> You got a lot of like your life really has to be sour. You would have never put them handcuffs on a white baby. Say it. You would have never even considered. Say it. Putting handcuffs or even speaking like right. above a whisper to one of these white women's babies. Yes. What the fuck? What when do we get to the point where we actually start analyzing? The people that we give these badges to. Yeah. And why are police officers being staffed in an elementary school anyway? (laughs) Why does he have child-sized handcuffs at work? Is it to prepare for the school shootings that you know are going to happen because y'all don't want to do anything about it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or what? Because I'm trying to... I don't even understand why this is allowed to take place. Yeah. But this should be a very startling story I think for everyone in this country this should be something that I think really makes the powers at B yeah ask the questions that we've been asking forever you would think that this six year old six six pulled out her granny's butcher knife <laughs> okay. and just got to slash it. Okay. Cue the Friday the 13th. Like, you would think that yeah. mama was just going around and latching onto faces and biting out eyes yeah. and just having a temper, kicking someone, a six-year-old. That is temper tantrum age, girl. Six is right next to five. <laughs> they are chilled, like, not even 
were just children, small children. You have to be evil. Help me, God. You have to be evil. And I think that a lot of stories, not just through throughout like the history of this show, because we've talked about stories with ancient police officers oh, yeah. endlessly on this program, we but have. forever. There are so many people who have police badges and and authority that are evil people. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't know what your history is, what your story is, and I don't give a fuck because you're handcuffing children. So I don't even give a fuck about your side of the story, True. sweetheart. But some of y'all motherfuckers need, so before you decide you want to jump over to police academy, talk to somebody. Yeah. Get some fucking help because this kind of shit don't make no fucking sense. There should there should not be a six year old child that can tell the story of the time that they were handcuffed and taken to jail. Oh, my God. That, like, the, the amount of 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 trauma right. that you are subjecting a baby to. Oh, my God. Because of having a temperature. She already can't sleep. She already at school dealing with all these motherfuckers. She likely don't want to see. Right. Do you I don't even know if you still get naps in class at six. I did. I'm no, sure you don't. I don't, don't think you do. I <laughs> so, don't. I don't think. I think that ends in. kindergarten. I think that's kindergarten. Yeah. Which is what three, four, three, no, two. Kindergarten. No, full <laughs> kindergarten is usually five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> kindergarten, like youngest is four, oldest is around six. So Mama was like, I was just taking naps in class, just. and now all of a sudden they just tell me I can't. The because I'm a just year started, older. Right. I would want to kick someone as well. They are fucking babies. Get the fuck out of here with this shit, bitch. You need to find something the fuck else to do. Yeah. This is sad. Girl, look. I just don't know how you look at yourself in the mirror after you arrest a six-year-old for anything short of going on a murderous rampage. If you are putting handcuffs on a six-year-old, I have to assume that she is either in the middle of murdering several people. <laughs> right. Or it's That's a like, crafty little motherfucker. Or something is like deeply wrong and she's slamming her own fists into a concrete wall or something. Like it has to be something Drastic. so extreme. It has to be like nobody knows what to do. We're totally panicked because this child has done something we've never seen a human being do before. <laughs> a six-year-old throwing a fit that you know has sleep apnea and doesn't sleep well or might be tired or even if... Well, I don't act like that. First of all, you're grown. You shouldn't act like that. You act worse because you act like this. (laughs) So let's not even discuss your behavior. I have sleep apnea and I don't act like that. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't even believe a grown person said that out their mouth. (laughs) Are you comparing your behavior to a six-year-old? You should be junked. Serious, the grandma, Slap the fuck out. right? The you cousins and everybody need to raise up on this nigga. That is so fuck trifling. Trifling is not a strong enough word. You, a black man, arresting a six year old black girl, and of course it's in the fucking limp dick region of the whole fucking shit piece of goddamn country that we already fucking <laughs> live in because it's always Florida. It's always Florida, and you stupid, and you had to be Negro on top of that. <sighs> they should take. Knuckles to your chin. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that girl should be allowed to kick you. Yeah. And her grandma and anybody else in the family should be right behind her. And they should be yep. able to kick you wherever until they get tired. Absolutely. Because this is ass. absurd. This is absurd. You should be charged for this. 
Yeah, fired is not enough. Because I feel like even if they press charges, I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to sue or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure it's just going to go nowhere. Because at the end of the day, we talking about police. Because not only fuck you, fuck the motherfucker who was driving them to juvie. <laughs> fuck whoever processed them. Because when you saw a six-year-old, right. somebody should have been like, okay, did you call somebody about this? Right. <laughs> like, even the one who was transporting the girl and realized it was done illegally, Sir, it should have been a, I'm not taking no six-year-olds down to the precinct, my nigga. Are you sure <laughs> you called somebody? Are you? Because this. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm going to call myself. <laughs> because I just feel like you didn't get approval to arrest two six-year-olds. I just, I, this is unmatched. I feel like you didn't. I've never seen anything like really it. I really feel like you didn't. So. This man should have so never you, been in a you school. Kicked, you kicked an adult. This one? This one? Ma'am, are you all right? <laughs> this is the person you kicked? Okay. They told you to they told you to arrest her? <laughs> no, something something's this, not adding up. This little short person right here. This person. What's your name? <laughs> Carisha. <laughs> Is there another Carisha in this school? Carisha, please. Is there a Carisha in, on staff? Cuz this has to be incorrect. This nothing's nothing's making I'm gonna call them myself. Like I just, I'm gonna just call it in. It's this fuck. Don't, it don't seem right. Everybody, because I just can't see how they even made it in the car. Yeah, I get being frustrated by kids. I get that a child oh, yeah, kicking sure. you would piss you right off. One thousand percent. But do you know what you're supposed to do as an adult in that situation? Get up and walk the fuck away. Let her throw her tantrum on the floor and cry or whatever while you call her grandmama to come get her because this little nigga is too sleepy to be at school. Like, you know what? <laughs> Handcuffing a six-year-old is fucking stupid. As soon as I get kicked. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? Not making enough for this. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I'm picking up the you phone. You know what? Right, because if you kicking grant if you kicking adults, I know you want to go home. Miss Washington, um, <laughs> I'm just here to tell you Carisha's off. <laughs> like, yeah, no, class is still in session, but not for her. You can come and get her, please, now. Um, I think she wants to go to bed. Right. Something is wrong. She needs her grandma or whoever is available to come get her little ass. <laughs> because she is if wilding she was Molly, out here. <laughs> if she was Molly, they would have gave her a Mott's apple juice. Oh, come on. And a Lorna Dune. Say it. And put her in the fucking... Put her in the cool in the down teachers, room. What's yeah. the teacher's, teacher's at, lounge? The teacher's lounge. <laughs> all of them couches. With a blanket over her motherfucking ass. And you just sit there till your dad But our goes. kids go to jail. Yeah. Six-year-olds. Whole ass handcuffs. Fuck you. Handcuffs on a baby. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. You the ones the street should be looking for, not Takashi <laughs> 6 9 <laughs> For real. The fuck? Oh, wow, man. I just... Disgusting. Disgusting. You have to I feel don't even... so low in your life to get anything out of arresting a six-year-old person. Like, you are just such a weak-ass individual. And who the fuck raised you, my nigga? Are you kidding me? So a little girl, a little six-year-old girl, <laughs> a black girl, kick somebody, and you say, let me arrest them? Who raised you? Right. What did they do to you when you were bad? Again, like, this, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out yeah. what your demons are, and it's right. still going to be fuck you at the end of the day, yeah. but clearly you needed some real help yeah. at the root. Yeah. Not the root. The root of your being. Because my nigga, you are you a grown ass Woo! black adult that didn't look, didn't kneel down and look at this six-year-old eye to eye level and said, Girl, I now understand. Enough you upset. Is enough. Right. 
That is it. Your grandma is on the way. Chill out, sis. And some moss apple juice coming. <laughs> we have had enough of it. <laughs> Listen. Now, stop it. You need to calm down till your grandma get here. Like, And that's not even guaranteed to work. But I don't even understand how that... No, it's not. I mean, it, but so many things could have been done <laughs> anything because else. she is six and oh, surrounded by adults. Anything else? All of y'all involved need to be relieved of your position. Everybody should every, be going to every jail. person who agreed with and facilitated the arrest of six-year-old people needs to be fired. This is just the craziest shit I have ever heard. I just had a vision of like them arresting the girl. <laughs> And all of the other, like, 15 kids just jumping him. <laughs> <laughs> now, that just, would be hilarious. Just diving on him and just beating his ass. Lord. Ugh. I hate that they even have police officers that they, like, the police officer is the first person that you call when a child is acting out in class. Like, why, why are police officers even in the school? No, we had security guards. Like, we had a security guard in high school, but that nigga wanted to be one of the kids. We had we had a couple of security guards because I feel like overall our our alumni was quite scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> right? And you never knew when there was going to be a fight that was broken out. But we didn't have. I mean, there may have been may have been cops that were on campus. I feel like before or after school or something like that. But we didn't just have cops in school you weren't calling the police unless you needed right. to call the cops exactly. and again i'm talking about high school yeah not elementary high school, right that's so why i'm like i even though i have an issue with police in schools yeah, i can understand it a school. lot more when you are dealing with high school age people yes. than elementary school age people certainly because some people who are high school students are also legally adults so when they're just whatever whatever the point is a six-year-old, my nigga? You looked at her little six-year-old self. You looked at her six-year-old wrists when you put them handcuffs on them. How, at any point, did you feel like you was doing the right and thing? And put her in a car. <laughs> put the keys into the ignition. Turned them. Somebody began came and got the engine, this child. This- <laughs> accelerated the vehicle. Like, all of these steps before someone was like, this don't make no damn sense. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> y'all. Fuck y'all. Woo! Fuck y'all. This is like, besides all of my own personal demons, workload, and all the other things that drive me crazy, this shit too! This shit too! I be having to talk to my goddamn therapist and waste my motherfucking hour talking about y'all and y'all bullshit that ain't even happened to me. Because the world is garbage. Fuck. Fuck you. Damn it. Shit. Woo! Making Florida look bad. Every and this would be day. another reason I don't even know if I would like because let me let let me have a kid mm, no 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 we don't even speak that if over a your school potential baby were to call me bitch oh, and tell me that they arrested my six year old please please well come arrest me too girl just beat me to it because <laughs> At this point, it's looking real grim for everybody. Yeah, I just, I hope this woman is able to sue and I hope she's able to get something out of it because if nothing else, that little girl is going to need a professional to help her work through the trauma of being put in handcuffs in the first fucking grade. My nigga, I was tired. For no good reason. Right. Children act out when they're sleepy. That's why people hate being around kids. <laughs> but you are supposed to be able to handle it. Like, it's a thing. Because you work with kids. Like, you have to be the adult in the situation. 
I just sometimes I, I'm like, this is crazy. I vividly remember moments walking into elementary school class. I just fell asleep in my cinnamon toast crunch. I mean, I am exhausted. And them bright ass lights would hit your fucking retina. Yeah, like, and they talk about they want you to start worrying about math. Fuck you. I want to go home. So she got sleep, like an actual sleep disorder, and got to deal with Mrs. Parks or whoever the fuck being in her goddamn face right. about paying attention to her timetables. And now she's arrested for it. If oh, if I could just, no, if I could Lord. just, I'm telling, I'm watching my MMA. I'm learning all about flying high knees and, and ducking around houses. You don't and all kinds of grave. Look, I just get oof. All right, I'm done. <sighs> Fire everybody. All right, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Um, any news for you this week? No. Nothing. Alex didn't want you to talk about uh, your your party stuff or no? Okay, never mind. So I don't know why I thought that, but never mind. Okay. Um, we nothing. have a late night show coming out on Fuse starting October 11th called The Read with Kaviri and Crystal. Um, so yeah, October 11th, I think 11 p.m. on Fuse. And so yeah, um, I think that's it for us. I don't think I have any news either. So, um, I don't have any news as well, but I have an idea for a new ending thing I'm going to do maybe next week or on the next episode. Okay. So. Yeah, hope you guys are liking this Tuesday shit because uh, we kind of have to stick with it for the next few months. For a while. So. A friend of mine texted me and said, oh, I don't really have that much content to listen to on Tuesdays anyway, so that's great. Uh, but, okay, well. I mean, either way, this is what it is, girl. A lot of you listen to it on Friday or Saturday, even when it comes out on uh, Thursday or whatever. That's the world we live in. It's on demand. So, <laughs> I'll be here waiting for you, whether you listen to it today or Thursday or tomorrow or whatever. Amen. And on that so, note, thanks. we will see y'all next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.